Welcome to the Middle School Water Fountain Podcast with your host, Tyler Daughtry. Hello, and welcome to the Middle School Water Fountain Podcast. My name is Tyler Daughtry, the host for this podcast. This podcast will share stories, experiences, strategies, and lessons from the middle school classroom and environment. In this episode, we will continue the summer series of engaging professional development opportunities. This episode will focus on an engaging professional development opportunity called the Belfort National Holocaust Conference. In this episode, we will detail how to apply for the Belfort National Holocaust Conference, what the conference can look like for an attendee, and what you can bring to the classroom or your career as a result of the Belfort National Holocaust Conference. Before I detail how to apply for this conference, I'm going to share a little bit about this engaging professional development opportunity. In 2017, I had experienced many engaging professional development opportunities within our district and state. After one of the professional development opportunities, I had a bit of an epiphany. This epiphany was that if I was going to help my students grow, become the best they could, and become a better educator, I would need to experience the best professional development opportunities outside of our district and state. This led to the first true engaging professional development opportunity I ever experienced outside of the state of North Carolina and our district. As a child, my family took several trips to Washington, D.C. In all these trips, we had the opportunity to explore the famous landmarks, went to the famous Smithsonian Museums, and always ate and learned something a little bit different in each and every one of the trips. But there was always one opportunity which was missing on every trip my family took. The one opportunity which was always missing during every family trip was the Holocaust Museum. It was not until high school and college that I had the opportunity to experience the Holocaust Museum for the first time. The first trip to the museum when I was a junior in high school, I was not prepared for the vast amount of emotions that I would go through after experience and during experiencing the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. From sadness to hope to grief to understanding, these were all emotions that I felt on the first trip to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. A few years later, I took my second trip as a college junior with a Holocaust class. This time, on my second trip to the Holocaust Museum, I was older and more prepared for what I, for what I read and understood at the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. As I became an educator, I became the epitome of a history buff. I loved the idea of a museum battlefield history site where people could understand the events which transpired as well as understand the historical significance of that era and that event. One of the best museums that I believe does this is the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. In 2017, I began to research engaging professional development opportunities in the United States and around the world. The first professional development opportunity 
that I came to through searching, I was immediately drawn to. This opportunity was the Belfer Holocaust Conference at the National Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. As I do with all professional development opportunities, I always research the opportunity more to find out as much as possible about it before I apply. Through research, I came across the description of the Belfer Holocaust Conference at the Holocaust Museum on the Holocaust Museum's website. What the Holocaust Museum's website says about the opportunity is the following. Through a grant from the Arthur and Rochelle Belfer Foundation, this conference is designed for pre-service teachers, middle and high school educators, as well as community college faculty. It is a three-day conference that introduces participants to the museum's pedagogical approach to teaching about the Holocaust, including museum resources. The conference is designed for teachers who have less than five years experience teaching about the Holocaust, but the Holocaust Museum and the Belfort Conference also welcomes all educators who have not yet received training at the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum. If you have five years or more experience teaching the Holocaust and have already attended the Belfort Conference, you are encouraged to apply for the Museum Teacher Fellowship Program, which I will detail uh, later on in this podcast. Museum educators and scholars will have the opportunity to share rationales, strategies, and approaches for teaching about the Holocaust within the conference. Participants will also have the opportunity to tour the museum exhibition and explore the museum's range of resources, which you will learn more about through this podcast episode. So, through discussions with my parents, as well as reflection on this professional development opportunity, I decided it was right in my wheelhouse and should apply for this engaging opportunity. At the time, I had taught the Holocaust for five or more years within a middle school classroom. The application process is quite simple. As an applicant, you just have to answer a few basic questions about your career, about the students you teach, about your Holocaust knowledge, about your World War II knowledge, about your genocide knowledge. You have to be a, either a student teacher, middle school, high school, or community college educator who has taught the Holocaust a little bit or has not received training in um, the museum's resources. But the museum also allows for a wide array of educators to attend to learn more about the resources the museum has to offer. You must also have a reference letter from your supervisor. Through this process, I thought, well, I have a shot at attending this conference. And we'll see what happens. A few weeks later, after sending my application in, I got the news that I had been accepted. It would be my first time out of the state of North Carolina for a professional development opportunity. And it would be a national opportunity. After telling my parents of this wonderful, engaging opportunity, we decided that I could also check off another item 
off of my family's bucket list. This bucket list would be an item for my mother's side. My mother has always dreamed of taking the train from our hometown Amtrak station to the national capital. I thought, well, why not check this opportunity off and experience this professional development opportunity all at the same time? So the two of us together took the train from our local train station through the small towns of North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, and D.C., and arrived in Washington, D.C. at our nation's capital. In 2017, as well as in the present, this conference, along with many others, allowed for participants to apply for travel scholarships to attend this engaging professional development opportunity. In 2017, I was lucky enough to be awarded one of the scholarships to attend this professional development opportunity. We decided in 2017, and I strongly recommend either arriving a few days early prior to the conference or staying a few days after the conference to soak in the sights and sounds of Washington, D.C. and our national capital. After touring the city a few days prior to the conference, it was time to begin the actual conference. The Belfort Holocaust Conference is a three-day conference. In 2017, it began on a Sunday and ended on a Tuesday. In the remainder of the podcast, I am going to share with you what it can look like for an attendee as well as what you can gain from the Belfort Holocaust Conference. On Sunday, day one of 2017, during the conference, and as well as the present, you begin the conference at 8 o'clock a.m. with conference registration. You begin with going to the Meyerhoff Auditorium. For From about 8.45 to 9.15, you get a welcome. You meet the staff of the Holocaust Museum, specifically the Education Department. You also learn about the permanent exhibition that exists within the Holocaust Museum, as well as what it takes to frame the Holocaust Museum exhibitions on a daily basis. The thing that makes the Holocaust Museum unique is they allow participants an hour plus prior to the general public to come in. And each day you have the opportunity an hour before the general admission comes in, to explore each floor that exists within the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. From 9.15 to 10.30 in 2017 at the Belfort Holocaust Conference, we had the opportunity to experience on day one a self-guided tour of the fourth floor. After You tour it for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. You have a break to reflect on what you saw. The year that I went, each group based on alphabet, A through E, had a different homeroom, a different room that they were designated to. Um, A through E had one. F through M had another, and so on and so forth. This homeroom, 
you stayed together, you discussed what you saw at this home room, you also were given guidelines that the museum gives out for teachers to teach the Holocaust. Additionally, from 1.30 to 3 in the afternoon, you learn about what the path was from 1930s, late 1920s, 1930s, that the Nazis took to eventually lead to the genocide that would follow. From 3.15 to 4.15, you had an opportunity to choose resources that the museum offered to use in your classroom. From 4.15 to 5.30, you would wrap up day one with understanding the Nazi practice or the Nazi party's racial, racial ideology and their beliefs on race and their beliefs on ethnic groups and other key factors that played a role in the Nazi party. That way you could help students better understand this idea. And as a teacher, you could better understand these ideas as well. Each day would last from 8 to 5.30. We eventually would lead into day two. Day two began around 8.30. At 8.30, you would do the same thing. You would move to the theater, Meyerhoff um, Auditorium, and you would experience daily framing again, what the day was going to look like, what it took to the exhibits within that day. Um, and from 9 to 10, 15, you had the opportunity to experience the second floor, which would be the third floor. You worked your way from the top down to the bottom. Just like on day one, you have a break to reflect. At 10.30 to 11.15, it's one of the most valuable opportunities that I've ever experienced. We had the opportunity to build a timeline of Nazi events, and it was a layered timeline, including people, events, dates, and what was happening in the world. And you basically were able to build this timeline on a wall in the homeroom that you were sitting in. And this timeline activity has actually been put implemented within my classroom and several other classrooms of PLCs that I've worked with on not just the Holocaust, but many different civilizations and many different events based on it. Without the Holocaust sharing this engaging activity, we would not know how to implement it properly and the way that we have. Um, after you have the timeline activity, you then get to experience another resource session of learning about resources. Um, again, after lunch, you have another resource session. Um, and then in the afternoon is one of the most valuable opportunities that I've ever experienced. It was a first-person conversation with a survivor of the Holocaust. You know, many Holocaust survivors are getting older and there's not many left. So for the, for the Holocaust Memorial Museum to have a survivor speak to the attendees, it really opened our eyes and showed and allowed us to see how storytelling can really play a role in our classroom when it comes to events. This survivor was really able to tell us and share with us her experiences um, within the Holocaust 
1930s, 1940s. After listening to the survivor, we then transition to the final day. The final day, once again, like the previous two, begin with a daily framing. On the final day, you have the experience to, you have the opportunity to experience the second floor of the Holocaust Museum for an hour and a half, as well as the first floor. Um, just like on day two, from 10:30 to 11, 11:15, you have the opportunity to timeline it out. Um, and just like as was said earlier. This opportunity allowed us to share and implement it with our students and was truly an engaging opportunity because it allowed us to see a visual and allowed us to truly understand what we were seeing on each day. Um, broken down, each floor broken down into a separate day allows the attendees to truly see and understand what they are reading about, listening to, and truly understand and visualize the events that were going on in that specific floor and not feel rushed. From 11 to 11.45 a.m. in 2017, we transitioned to Meyerhoff Auditorium where we had the opportunity to experience the authors of um, Born Survivors, which were Wendy Holden, and Hannah Berger Moran, um, Born Survivors, is a book about the Holocaust, and they were able to share their experiences. Um, additionally, on the final day, we were able to experience an introduction to Some Were Neighbors, which is a collaboration and complexity within the Holocaust, um, a uh, exhibit that was going on at the time. From 12.30 to 1.30, we got to have a self-guided tour on the Summer Neighbors exhibit um, and actually be able to visualize this exhibit on our own and be able to understand and realize what was actually going on with the neighbor idea that existed within the Holocaust. Um, from 1.30 to 2 o'clock, we had the opportunity to debrief about it and give feedback and to understand how we could implement it within our classroom in an engaging, understanding opportunity. So, based on the information I shared with you, what can an attendee take back if you had the opportunity to experience this professional development opportunity? What can you take back to your classroom or career? The first opportunity is the Museum Teacher Fellowship Opportunity. I say earlier that if you taught for five years and you have attended the Belfort National Holocaust Conference, you have the opportunity to apply for the Museum Teacher Fellowship Program. According to the Holocaust website, the Museum Teacher Fellowship Program seeks to train leaders in the field of Holocaust education. These fellows are national core of skilled educators who assist the museum's effort to promote quality Holocaust education that is rooted in accurate history and responsible pedagogy. The museum's teacher training programs ensure that learning how and why the Holocaust happened is an important component of education in America and strengthens students' critical thinking about their roles in society. It was established in 1996 
and over 400 teachers have become a part of the National Museum Teacher Fellowship Program hosted by the Holocaust Museum. The role of the Corps of Teachers is to organize conferences, lead workshops, write curriculum, serve on boards of Holocaust museums and education centers, and lead study trips to Holocaust sites. Also, to serve as conduits to the museums for educators, institutions, professional organizations, and community groups in their regions. The museum selects up to 20 educators from grades 7 through 12 as museum teacher fellows. If you want to apply, you must show evidence of extensive knowledge of Holocaust history, successful teaching experience, participation in the community and professional organizations, and you usually have to have attended the Arthur and Rochelle Belfer National Conference for Educators. Fellows participate in the Pine Sarna Statfield Summer Institute for the Museum Teacher Fellowship Program. It is a five-day institute. Uh, travel, hotel, and meals are provided at no cost. Um, you are expected to create and implement an outreach project in your schools, communities, or professional organizations. In July of the following year, if you are chosen, chosen you have to attend a follow-up program at the museum to assess your efforts and to continue your study at the Holocaust with museum staff and speakers. The second opportunity is you are provided an abundance of engaging resources to help better understand and teach the history of the Holocaust. The Holocaust for students is one of those debated um, question asked engaging topics for students students often have many questions about it they have many conversations many um, opportunities to discuss and understand it and the holocaust museum provides resources through this conference to help teachers better or help students better understand through engaging opportunities um, according to timeline ap- opportunity, the activity that I discussed earlier in day two and day three, including um, vast amount of articles, vast amount of videos, vast amount of artifacts, books, um, and allows attendees and classrooms and teachers to understand not only the Holocaust, but genocides as well as specific events that were going on throughout history, not only the Holocaust, but other genocides that exist throughout history. You also get to learn more about firsthand accounts of people who were who had a role in the Holocaust um, or family members of survivors of the Holocaust. Um, the Holocaust Museum does an exceptional job of having a network of survivors or uh, family members or other people who played a role in the Holocaust come share with students and with teachers and with community members and with stakeholders about their experience. Another opportunity which I find extremely engaging is networking with teachers. 
because the Belfort Holocaust Conference is a national conference, it brings together teachers from all across the nation, including Canada and other parts of the world. In our homeroom alone, there were three teachers from Canada, Canada that I got to interact with and learn how they were implementing and teaching the Holocaust in a more understandable, engaging way. Um, I also got to interact with teachers from Connecticut, New York, Washington, California, Texas, Florida, um, and bring back resources that they were using in their classroom within my own. This opportunity led to my opportunity that would eventually happen to attend the Goethe Institute um, study tour in in Germany um, without the Holocaust Conference. Um, I don't know if the Germany study tour would have happened um, because it inspired me to seek out other professional development opportunities. So I hope you are inspired to um, attend the Belfort Holocaust Conference in future years. Um, after the pandemic ends, the Belfort Holocaust Conference will come back in full swing. Um, they share with you an abundance of resources, and you will not be disappointed with your time as an attendee. I thank you for listening, and I hope you join this podcast for more episodes on strategies, history, resources, and stories from the Mill School Water Fountain. Until the next episode, we leave you with living the dream because the choice is always yours. Any ideas or opinions shared are my own and they do not represent my school or district in any way.